Well, it certainly has been an exciting and unusual experience for, I, I guess, all of us or students and new honorees alike. It's, it's unique. Uh, one of the things that's uh, particularly impressed me here is uh, how individuals from such diverse backgrounds, uh, various uh, fields of the arts, uh, business, and science, have so many experiences in common. Many times now in the past few days, we've heard the words risk, hard work, love of one's work, and it's all true. We've heard, too, about preparedness and about emphasis on excellence. And of course, in the background, all the time, there's this question of luck, some of it madness, some of it accidental. My own experience contain all of these ingredients. I've been asked by students how I got to do what I do, and so I'd like to talk about that uh, briefly. Uh, I, too, like, like all of you as students, was a high achievers uh, student. But after uh, graduate studies at McGill and subsequent postdoctoral research at the National Research Council of Canada, both in experimental work, I was dissatisfied. In school, I loved mathematics, but found little opportunity to use it in chemistry. However, during my work at the Research Council, I learned that there was such a thing as theoretical chemistry, that combination of chemistry and physics and mathematics and concepts and equations, and of course, nowadays, computers. And uh, I thought I would take a crack at it. If I could, take it was a radical step, it was a risk. Namely, instead of trying to get a job, I tried to see if I could get a postdoctoral, postdoctoral in theoretical chemistry. Well, there was no theoretical chemistry in Canada at that time. That was 1948. None, not a single theoretical chemist. So I applied to uh, six well-known ones in the United States. Only one of them replied with a positive answer. That's where some luck comes in. This was Oscar Rice of the University of North Carolina. And uh, it was uh, lucky, actually, that anybody would take on somebody who didn't have training in that field. And fortunately for me, it was also a good choice in a number of respects. For one thing, I met my wife, Laura, who's uh, was a graduate student in sociology and anthropology, and she is uh, here with me uh, today. Uh, for another, working with Rice and later on my own, I was uh, fortunate enough to produce a particular theory, which I'm happy to say is still in, uh, actively used today. Well, it would have been easy at that time to uh, continue research in that field, but I decided to try for something different and wondered what to do next. I had no idea. There are very few experimental results, and I've always been interested in the interaction of theory and experiment. So it was a risk to try to switch to something, but some years later, uh, partly because uh, I guess I had the time available, and partly because of some preparedness that would take a long time to go into and I won't uh, try, uh, I managed to formulate a theory in a uh, very different area of chemical reaction rates. And it proved to be useful and to have uh, implications and applications far beyond what I thought at the time. And it was for the second piece of work that the Nobel Committee decided to award me the prize. 
One thing that amazed me about this piece of research, and this is the unexpected that you as students will hear about so much, it began around 1956 for me. It was research on electron transfer reactions, how an electron jumps from one molecule to another. But what has amazed me is how that field has grown into so many others. It's grown into electrochemistry, into parts of biochemistry, into solar energy conversion, and others. I didn't predict any of that. So luck really played a role here, too. For me, in 1955 to 1956, it was just working on a small problem in a small area on so-called isotopic exchange reactions of the electron transfer type. Of course, not every problem works out. Some do, some don't. You know, there can be a lot of excitement in uh, research. And uh, those of you who are skiers will perhaps recognize a certain analogy. Sometimes, when you're up there on the slopes, the slope ahead of you, looking down at it, may look a bit too steep. Then you decide to go for it. In doing research in an area where you're groping around for the best approach, you get some of that same feeling of tenseness and excitement. Uh, and that's the way it's been many times. Well, luck entered again in another way. Uh, when I completed that postdoctoral with uh, Oscar Rice in 1951, I applied to quite a few schools. I applied to 35 universities for a faculty position. Well, I, uh, I didn't get 35 no's because not all of them replied. <laughs> but fortunately, through a series of circumstances and really luck, a bunch of accidents, I did manage to get a faculty position. And finally, I'd like to uh, reiterate some advice that you heard yesterday. Namely, go for excellence and not for success. If the results are excellent, and if you're lucky, success will follow. But I think the focus really should be on the work itself. Hopefully, gaining new insights, doing something which can be useful for the field, and interacting with others. Honors may come, but for me, the interesting and lasting part, I believe, has been the challenge and how one meets it. Thank you.